Today, we're talking about effective discipline and how to get your kids to listen and stop fighting. Are you curious about the ultimate parenting playbook? Are you wondering how to navigate that fine line between being too passive or too aggressive in your disciplining? Join us today on our newest episode to uncover the secrets to effective discipline with more effective communication and teaching valuable life lessons. Get ready to transform your parenting approach and enjoy a more peaceful family life with these simple and easy steps. Hey parents, welcome to Fulfillment Therapy. Do you want to raise your kids better and have a stronger marriage? Are you up late at night researching marriage and parenting tools and self-care tips? Do you start each day hoping for deeper connections and less chaos, but it ends with family arguments and going 12 different directions again? My name's Kendra, wife, mom, therapist, and growth enthusiast. It wasn't until I discovered how to fulfill my unmet needs that I was finally able to show up as my best self, as a spouse and parent. I realized that by meeting my needs, I could more fully meet the needs of my family with more energy and less resentment. In this podcast, I teach parents skills like boundary setting, prioritizing personal needs, communication, and claiming ownership. Just like my clients, you'll be shocked by the improvement in your marriage, parenting, and personal life when you focus on fulfilling your important, unmet needs. Ready to prioritize yourself so you can quit mentally throat-punching people? Then grab those earbuds and head outside, and let's rock and talk. Welcome back, my friends. Today, I am excited to talk about discipline. It's something that I've wanted to talk about for a while because our winter break was pretty long. And since then, we've had some snow days. So I feel like this break has been eternal, especially because all of us share rooms and it's hard to get some personal space. And there's just a lot of conflict and fighting. And we're all at our wits end. So my husband and I, as you know, are both therapists, but we both realized, hey, we need to go back and brush up on some of our disciplining skills because what we're doing is not working. (laughs) So that's what I've been doing. I've been researching. I've been trying to come up with better ways and trying to explore what's happening with me as a parent and why it's no longer working. But before I go more into those things, I want to mention something that I forgot to post about in all of January, except for one week. And because I am about one month ahead of schedule, I realized you guys missed most of the month of the flash sale. So I am extending it through February. I apologize that I forgot to do that. So that flash sale of $600 off will remain just through February. So the remainder of January, which is not long because of when I'm posting this, and then through February. So email fulfillment.therapist at gmail.com to get that $600 off for the Costa Rican retreat. And I also realized that many of you are new listeners as well, so you may not really understand what this retreat is all about. Well, this is an adventure and personal growth retreat. I'm just going to tell you very simply a few things that it includes. 
So this is an all-inclusive six-day and six-night stay in Costa Rica. It has a luxurious private villa overlooking the bay, and they're two right next to each other. So that's why this is for adults. It can be men or women. It can be couples because we have two properties to accommodate both. There's a private chef and maid service and fully staffed villa, and you get three plus meals a day from that chef and also an unlimited open bar. Now, I do not drink, but they have these fancy non-alcoholic drinks that you can get whenever you want that I'm pretty excited about. (laughs) We also have an airport shuttle to and from the villa, as well as a professional expert team with therapists, coaches, and so on that we're really excited about, as well as specially created fulfillment meditation sessions. And these contain elements of that parts therapy that I talked about in previous episodes and accessing that inner child to change your mindset and really maximize your life fulfillment. In addition to that, we have immersive training to elevate your relationships and your personal life, especially to really transform your life moving forward in ways you may not have ever done if you haven't invested in yourself before. So this private villa is just a short walk from a quiet, beautiful, secluded beach, and I stayed there for a month, so I just love this beach. I know where the sea life is, I know where the sea turtles are that you can snorkel with, and it's just amazing. I am so excited for it. But we also have breathtaking, unforgettable excursions in nature, like zip lining, hanging bridges in the rainforest, a 1,500-foot jungle water slide, waterfall hikes, hot springs, volcanic mud baths, snorkeling with those sea turtles and other sea life that I talked about, sailing, surfing, other aquatic adventures, saunas, and so much more. It's crazy how much stuff is included in this retreat. and. Every single retreat that we researched did not even come close to offering what we offer, and ours is cheaper. Costa Rica used to be a cheaper place to go, and it no longer is, so this is the very minimal price you will ever find. It's actually quite crazy that we're doing it for this price, but I want to do that for this first one that I'm launching through Fulfillment Therapy. All right, now we are ready to jump into our episode on effective discipline. Are you ready? Because I know I am. Have you found in your parenting that one of you is a little more passive and one of you might be a little more aggressive? I know in our family, I tend to be a little bit more, well, it can go back and forth, but I tend to be a little bit more passive in my discipline. I think because I had a stepfather that was a little more aggressive and that just never resonated with me or really with any of my siblings. And I didn't want to repeat those mistakes. So sometimes I can go the other way and maybe be a little too soft. And my husband sometimes can be a little too stern. But like anything, I really do think that both sides are needed and it's just finding that balance. So that's really what prompted today's episode, wondering if my husband and I were getting it right and going back to the drawing board to discover what it is that we need to do to help our kids resolve conflict more work out problems, and really listen better, not only to us, but to one another. I'm pretty certain we're not alone in this, so that is why I did today's episode. 
I did a lot of research in my books and online and also a bunch of YouTube videos just to refresh my memory on different types of therapeutic approaches and which one works. And it is confusing, even for me with my training. As you know, parenting styles change a lot. Culturally, it's hard to really know what to do. A simple example of that might be the back to sleep campaign. Well, before that, they said the opposite, like you put them the other way when you put the kids to bed. Or do you remember sleep training, baby-wise? At one point, that was considered super effective, and I even used that. And then they came out later saying it was very traumatic. And it just goes back and forth with anything. I found that even with personal training. The opinions are just all over the board, and it's so hard to know who to believe. So what I very much encourage before I go into these tips is to look inwardly, and if you have religious beliefs or whatever it might be, be prayerful or even thoughtful or meditative, however you want to approach that, about what is right for you and your family, and then utilize what resonates with you. Please don't just blindly follow me and do everything I say, but consider these things and then do what feels right for you. A few of the ones that stood out a little more to me that I'm going to reference today, just general tips that they gave, was Tina Payne Bryson and Dr. Justin Colson. They both talked a little bit more about positive discipline strategies that seem to resonate with me more, but this is kind of a conglomerate of what many people have said, and also even some of the tips that I learned from Love & Logic. Really quick brief tips that Tina talked about, Tina Payne Bryson, she said, Ask why your child misbehaved, and when we know why, we can get an idea of what we need so it doesn't happen over and over again. And number two is, what's the lesson I want my children to learn here? Because the whole point of discipline is to teach. That is what it means. Discipline is to teach. And three, what is the most effective way to teach that lesson? So those three things can encompass a lot. So I'm going to go more into what that is with four different steps. And these four steps are by Dr. Justin Colson. Number one, punishment means hurt, but discipline means to instruct and help. Or like I mentioned a minute ago, it means to teach. It's important that we explore what it is we're trying to do here. Let's be honest, there's definitely times with my kids where I feel in my mind that I want to hurt them, not like physically, but I want them to be very uncomfortable and pay for the distress that they caused in our house over and over again. I want them to experience major discomfort as a punishment. (laughs) That is maybe my less effective self coming out. But when I'm seeing things clearly, I truly do want to help. He gives one bit of advice that is something that I actually talk a lot about to my clients. And even my husband, it's something that I am regularly reminding him. Don't expect more than they can do developmentally. So many of my clients come in complaining about the things that their kids do. And I'm like, you know, that's really developmentally appropriate for a teenager. Or, you know, when you're asking them to see things through somebody else's eyes or from another perspective... That's something that they're not able to do yet with their brain development. They're too young for that. So maybe revisit some of those developmental milestones and see if what they're doing is normal or even compare that to other kids that you know. If you're being way too hard on them for something that's really normal, that's a little too much. 
I've even caught myself a few times saying, you're acting like a kid. (laughs) And then they'll remind me, mom, I am a kid. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. And then I'll laugh and they'll laugh. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're not an adult yet. Good point. I can be patient. (laughs) All right, number two. Talk as a family about expectations and rules and why these rules are important. Generally, when we set up rules, it's because they're linked to your family values. So it's important that they understand the reason for the rules, but also that you're getting their input and their buy-in so they're less likely to resist. Now, recently, we really had to do this with one of our children. I will try not to give any details away that you will know who it might be for those of you that know me. But they were really resisting all of a sudden a lot of the rules, a lot of the things that we had set up when they never had before or had done so minimally. So we had to revisit that and we had to be willing to sit and talk with them about what do they think would be fair? What, what are they thinking about it? Or that healthy compromise so that we were not constantly dealing with resistance. And it really did help, along with a few other things that I'm going to mention in a minute. Number three, give transition or time warnings. Now, this is really important, especially with younger kids, but I find even with my teens, it's really helpful. Otherwise, there's frustrations and irritations that quickly pop up. These are gentle reminders. This is when you touch them softly and you look them in the eye. You talk softly, but without eye contact, your nonverbals are very much saying, I'm serious. Please be listening and aware that this transition is coming. When I say serious, it doesn't have to be this like intense, manipulative kind of like stare down. It can be a loving way, but you're letting them know that you are, that what you're saying is something that they need to heed as well. Number four, this one I feel like is the biggest one and the last main one that I'm talking about today. Remember that everyone has bad days. These kids are still learning. And a very important thing is to wait until later if that is when teaching and instructing is going to be more effective. For example, the other day, one of my, okay, I'll just say it. My oldest child was being, all I can chalk it up to is probably very hormonal and just out of control, lashing out at everyone, so out of the ordinary Well, lately it's been happening more, (laughs) but it's just very much attacking anyone that even looked at her wrong. And I really wanted to lay into her. And I I did a little bit. I let her know that it's not okay to treat people that way. And I was going to go talk to her that night. And then I realized, no, I'm feeling pretty reactive too. I don't think this is the right time. So sleeping on it is something that I very much try to do if it's not going to harm anything by waiting a little longer. So I did, and the next morning, it really did resolve itself because she was just as sweet as can be and just very lovey, very affectionate, just total opposite, kind of a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde approach. But I was not going to complain. I was just grateful for the change. Again, going back to where they are developmentally, teens especially, or even preteens can have a lot of challenges navigating hormones and their changing bodies and that can be very up and down and a challenge for the whole family. Remember they're still learning as well as parents. We're still learning. 
So wait if that's what's going to be more effective, but make sure you go back and follow through whenever possible. And when you do, this is the part that I really liked that Dr. Justin Colson talked about. He talked about the three E's. If you remember anything in this episode, I want you to remember the three E's. And that's explore, explain, and empower. Now I'm going to talk about what that means. When you explore, first and foremost, that's really about empathy. Try to see it through their eyes and listen. So this is where you have softer language. You are past that point of being angry. You're just calm now. You're both less reactive. You're just trying to connect with them and listening. You're not talking about your case here. And I could go a whole episode into just this one part, but I know previous episodes I've talked about effective communication and listening. Well, this is where you can implement those skills. The next one is explain. Review the rule and ask them why that rule is there in your family and have them say it in their own words. I know that sometimes kids are resistant to that, but if you've really built up that first step of exploring and and taking the time to connect with your child and be loving and instead of talking at them, talking with them and mostly listening, then they're going to be more open and receptive at this point to exploring in their own words why the family has that rule and why it's important to keep it. And then the third one is empower. So this is where you can recap or summarize that empathy, remind them of what they said about why you have the rule, and then ask, what do you think we should do to find a solution? So this is where they practice being responsible and also that there's this cooperation. There's this willingness to compromise. There's this collaboration. And remember, this is a massive life skill that you're teaching them right now. And then as a good part after this... It's important to then remind them, hey, let's try this, this compromise, this collaboration that we have both kind of come to an agreement on. But if it doesn't happen, then as the adult, I'm going to need to intervene in a way that feels best to me in that moment, because at this point, I've really tried to hear you and listen to you. But if there's not that follow through on that, then I'm going to have to try my plan B. So that they know that that's coming and it's not really a threat, but it's just a reminder like, hey, I'm all about collaboration and you have to do your part for that as well. That really resonated with me. That step four felt like a lot of parts, but especially that explore, explain, and empower. As I was thinking about the different ages of my kids, one just barely turned eight. So it's a very young eight-year-old. And then the other is 16. My oldest is 16 going on 17, as well as our exchange student. And all those ages in between, I realized that these steps really do apply to everybody. And truly, even in our marriage. When you do these things, this creates more trust and a stronger relationship. And your kids are more likely to listen to your guidance. It will create a happier and a more peaceful family life as well as a more fulfilling one, which is what this podcast is all about, is creating more fulfillment in your life instead of just doing the same old things, going through the same old motions that are not serving you and your family anymore. So again, my friends, if you are anything like me and my husband struggling through that midwinter slump and kids are fighting more and not listening, And truly, one last story, you recognize 
a big part of this might be you and your parenting. The last story I wanted to share is it reminds me when my youngest son was in one of these therapies because he was premature. He was delayed in several things and he he was getting, I wish I remember, some sort of therapy. And the therapist wanted to talk to me, but I think it was like physical therapy even. And I was like, why do you want to talk to me? I mean, just help him with his legs. Like it was hard for him to walk for a little while as a toddler. And she showed me over time that as my youngest child, he was trying to communicate quite a bit and I wasn't hearing him. Number one, because my hearing is not great. And number two, he was the fourth child and he was often overlooked. And I recognized that a lot of the things that were happening was because I was being an inattentive or sometimes even lazy parent. So instead of getting mad at your kids, maybe explore how are you responding? I know during winter break, we all kind of got a little casual and into bad habits sometimes. So they were probably seeking connection and attention from me and responding by trying to get even that negative attention through fighting and not listening. So explore your part in this formula. And that can help you be a little more empathetic to them. And if they know that you are open and receptive and humble, they'll share those things with you. And maybe the younger kids are not as able to put those into words, but you can help them. And even your older kids can shine light on that. Well, my dear listeners, I sincerely hope you will utilize these tips because I know that they will help. And very quick summary. Number one is don't expect more than they can do developmentally. Two is to talk about expectations and rules and why these are important in your family and get their buy-in and their input and change them up if need be. Number three, give transition or time warnings in gentle ways, but make sure that you are preparing them for those things, even your older kids. And number four is to remember to have some empathy and to go back and do those three E's. Explore, explain, and empower. And with those tips, my friends, I know you will have more peace in your home. Don't forget to check out fulfillmenttherapy.org for that retreat and for all those extra resources we have there. As always, in the show notes, I have links and quotes and notes for anything I talk about in session, as well as links for finding me in all the places. So check those out. Have a wonderful week, my friends, and I will see you back here, as always, in just a few days. Take care. Hey, friends. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, chances are someone else would too. Would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who's looking for greater family fulfillment? And while you're sharing, tell me what you think about the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. It refuels me when I hear this podcast is helping you, no matter what your house or your hair looks like. I'll meet you back here every Monday and Thursday morning for more episodes. Until then.